Welcome to Max and Molly's podcast, where we're using conversation as a healing tool. How do you deal with pain when you have to work, you have, your, you have a life, no? you, you're suffering from a situation, the end of a relationship or the death of a parent or something terrible is going on in your personal life, but you need to go on. And you need to manage, you need to find a way to manage the pain, but at the same time, go ahead with your life, with your family. You have kids at home waiting for you. You have your partner that is waiting for support as well, because hopefully you're in a two-way relationship where it's it's a give and take. So how do you actually manage pain? The way to, um, I've approached that, you know, sometimes something happens to you in the day and you haven't got time to deal with it. So you just suppress it. You have to, at some point, arrange quality time with yourself to sit down and say, okay, I felt this. What did I feel? Was it real? Was it an old issue? Have I been triggered? Is it an old issue that's been triggered up? Or is it something else that is new that I haven't encountered with, encountered before? What's going on? We're, you have to get the historical context of so why, self, what you're feeling. Basically self-questioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. if it, has it happened before? When it happened before, did I have this reaction? Um, where is it paining me in my body? Where do I, is it giving me a headache? Do I feel heartbroken? Do I feel betrayed, um, resentful, um, shame? What's going on in that? And that's what you have to find that you have to make quality time to sit down and talk to yourself. It's like when a child has had an experience and uh, a nasty experience, perhaps when you sit down and talk to your child, sometimes a mother will say, oh, well, if a child's fallen down, oh, you've fallen down. Let me just kiss your knee. And then all of a sudden the child feels better yeah, because it's talked about its pain um, and what happened and there's a space of being created where you can listen to that part of you that feels hurt. So it's about facing your pain because that's the only way you're going to deal with it because we've got too many exploding volcanoes walking around. So basically manage to yeah, the yeah. situation when you can yeah, instead I, of adding up to other situations. Because yeah. you kind of, like pain is part of the game, so you have to kind of learn to deal with it yeah. more on a daily basis rather than, well, I do not have time for this now. You need to find the time for that. That actually has to become your priority. Yes, yes. If you think about it, it's kind of weird because you're trying to escape pain. However, if you don't manage it, it becomes an obsession and it becomes bigger. So you need to put it at a priority even if the first, the instinct that you have is to escape. Yeah, I, I, and that's what we we get. We escape in denial, suppression, repression, you know, all sorts of tactics. We drink it down, we smoke it, you know, we take drugs to escape it. But you can never really escape because these things are only temporary. So these, the pain will come back. Will come back. Um, yeah. So what you have to do is to face it. Because usually there's some some golden nugget in the pain that you needed you need to realize and that's why this lesson is happening again i know it sounds all spiritual but if you could if you're not repeating your mistakes and then you'll virtually have a place where you can move through your life unimpeded but if you're if you keep 
going to the same dynamic all the time without realizing what the dynamic is, then you're doomed to repeat it. But we're not just talking about pain in terms of new situation. We term we also talk about in general situation that may happen in everyday's life that they they just put you down. So how do you manage that pain with your uh, day-to-day life? Uh, let me give you a typical example. So I'm going through my day and then maybe someone shouts and screams at me in the morning and I have to get on with my day. So I'll just, I'll put it on the back burner. I'll, you know, whatever I do. And then um, I have gone with my day. I've had successful other encounters with people. Then I get home and what I do is I review my day and I write those entries in the my diary and I write them up as, um, what did you enjoy today? What okay. made you upset? And then at that point, I can document all the things that made me upset. I can document the things that make me happy. Now, the things that make me upset, then I will can go into that experience again and question, okay, you had an encounter with um, Jonathan this morning. He said you were silly, silly bitch or something like that. <laughs> But um, don't like and John. Exa- exactly. <laughs> so I don't like Jonathan. So um, I would basically look at what he said. Is it true or is it not? Why did I get upset? If it was true. And this is where I wanted to go. Okay. Because sometimes it feels even more painful because it felt familiar. Yes. Or a part of you thought that he is right. Yes. So, Mm. so yes, and you have to take responsibility because this happened, you know, remember a couple of video ago, um, remember the inconsistent thing that you, you, you said to me that I need to be more inconsistent, (laughs) be be more consistent. And I got really upset about that. Excuse me. I have an audience here that is able to say that this is the second time that she's mentoring now. So she's clearly (laughs) not upset at all about that comment that I made once while I had two glasses of wine and by mistake, I may have said that she's not always consistent. No, you know, but I, I, but he said it in, and he was right at that point, you know, um, and so I took it on and I looked at it and I realized that I was perhaps being inconsistent and I took responsibility for that. So if anybody upsets you and you're triggered by it, you have to look at the reason. If you, if what that person's saying is true for you, well, take responsibility and look at your behavior. Then, you know, if it's not, then don't accept it. Yeah. That's all, you know. So this is one situation, a situation where someone puts you in a bad mood or says something that triggers something inside you. And we also spoke about the situation where there is a bigger pain that we're trying to manage. And the only way really to, well, to manage it, I was, for a second I was saying escaping, but escaping is definitely not the word that we want to use in no, this case. No, because you're not really escaping anything. You do not escape pain. Pain is there. Manage it or... Well, managing well, it, well, the thing skill. is, it's also the way you look at the pain. Do you want it to be painful? Because the indication of pain is that your ego is rigid in a particular idea. That's why it's painful for you to move out of that idea. So you're stuck on that idea of whatever it is. 
or this feeling. And so when people move you by triggering you, you have to leave the idea of yourself or your experience and you question it. Why is this so painful to deal with? What is he trying to say? But before closing, there is another pain that I would like to discuss. Let's say that we're talking about the death of the partner. Okay. For example, how do you deal with that in your day-to-day life? They say that I think the death of the partner and then the death of a parent are the two biggest pain you can ever feel in your life. So this is why I was taking an example that will be strong. Yeah, well, well, well you know, that that's, it's so personal because I can say from my point of view, because I know that there is no death, right? It's not as painful for me because they're just in another place in another dimension and we can't we can contact with them so they're not lost or gone forever but regardless okay. of the spiritual aspect you okay. have to admit that the person will not be with you every yeah day yeah anymore. yeah yeah so physically the, the presence is missing so maybe this is what we need to manage missing the physical presence is actually the challenge okay yes that, that's fair enough okay so I, I, i'm gonna get on to that so from i'm speaking quite theoretically but also when i lost my mother i the, the physical presence of her was was a big deal and it left a big hole in my life and i realized i didn't really appreciate her that much i never told her i loved her so all of those things came up and it made me miss her more um but what i had to do is sustain the grieving process and be authentic because that's the only way that i could process everything that was involved with her and that I missed. I think if I tried to deny that it didn't happen, it would have been a bit more painful. Um, And the process that I went through really prepared me for when my father died, because that was a biggie. I thought it was my mother, but my father was a real biggie. And it took me at least... I'm still mourning, basically. Um, And how did you deal specifically with the pain? With the pain, it just came up all over the place. I would, I've, I, it was interesting because um, I live in, in, in South London and um, there's a place called Brixton. It's a large black community. And what I was doing about four months after my father's died, I went to Brixton specifically looking at black men with grey beards and a cap looking for my father's face. And I caught myself doing it twice. Hmm. Just putting on my clothes, going to Brixton, looking for my father in these men's faces. Is it because you were looking for something familiar? Yeah, I I realised that I was missing, a part of me was missing my father. And so I allowed myself to do it until I just worked it out of my system. And I had to say to myself, Molly, daddy's passed away. He's not here. So again, being faithful to yourself, having that conversation with yourself to say, listen, okay. Yeah. You now need to deal with it. Yes. So before that, it was more allowing yourself, allowing maybe the surface part of you to deal with it. And this is why there yeah. was kind of like the need of a memory tool to go back. To yeah, yeah, because I, I, I didn't handle it well, to be honest. And um, and um, I just, and I realized that there was another person in me acting out completely different from the way I was act, trying to act steely and have it all together 
but there was another person in me that wanted to mourn and I had to allow her because she was much more stronger than me. I think that to to conclude, I would say that pain is it's a very big topic, but something that we both agreeing today is that pain needs to be managed. Um, we can try to ignore pain and we can try to find quick fix. So it can be alcohol, it can be other things, or it can be just pretend that the issue is not there. But the truth is that until you manage pain, until you manage until the feeling you yeah, acknowledge having, it. Yeah. To do not acknowledge the feeling, you can actually, you cannot move on. It's, it's going to be too much to move on with such a big issue you're trying not to manage. And many are the ways to manage pain. Uh, it is a very personal um, aspect, I would say. So everyone has his own, but find your way to acknowledge the pain and deal with it in small steps. You know, start asking yourself basic questions about the pain. Why am I feeling this way? Where did this come up before? How can I move through it? So your questions really have to be fluid. But each time you ask the question, it reveals something. How can I get through it? How can I move through the other side? And just have that question in your mind because that gives you an out and you're able to move through it. You're not going to say, oh, this problem is so bad. I'm never going to get over this. Oh, I don't know what to do. They're really defeatist things. Yeah. To say, I acknowledge my pain and I know I'm going to get through it and there's help out there and it will come. You have just listened to another episode of Max and Molly podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for a new episode. Thank you very much for listening.